Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, except uh, whoever's responsible for denying Mr. Switchblade J. Wright a Japanese work visa. That person can mm. find all people. My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast. We swear a lot. Be aware of that. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy, and hello, Luke. I am Andy, as I said. Uh, that is my name. And uh, we're here to talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's right. Spe- so, uh, yeah, specifically it, it, New Japan. It's right. We are a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. Uh, if you listened to our last episode, it was our weird Never Realm catch-up chit-chat episode. So we spoke about everything except New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, today speak about new japan pro wrestling and nothing else it's just nothing else fucking laser focused new japan mm-hmm. and we're talking about two shows of new year's golden series one at corrigan hall and the other one at sendai so that's what we're covering today i don't know if there's much news in the realm of new japan pro wrestling mr andy i know there's one piece of aw news i'll bring up in a tick but uh all the other news is just like uh, Yoshihashi has COVID, uh, other wrestlers, COVID. And if you don't see them, uh, COVID, that's it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the news. Yes. If you didn't see your favorite wrestler or Yoshihashi, uh, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> He's no one's favorite wrestler. No, and I like Yoshihashi, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, also Jeff Cobb injury as well, forces some card changes. Yeah. I hope it's not <clears throat> a serious injury. But uh, I hope yeah. he's – is he going to be right for uh, Naito coming up or uh, is he out? I'm unsure. Professionalism is my job, everyone who listens, and I professionally didn't look anything any of this stuff up. I was just like, I'm just going to wing it with Mr. Andy. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah, I, it's interesting because I'm pretty sure – I thought he got knocked the fuck out at Wrestle Kingdom. If you remember, we were like, oh, something's wrong with him at Wrestle Kingdom. And, yeah. uh, but Kevin Kelly said it was a leg injury. So I don't That's know. right. Naito rocked him big time. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, but there is that. We also have a couple of things from Mr. Ian. Uh, we'll play strong. He's strong with you during the show. And uh, I think Mr. Andy and I decided that he did such a good job closing out the show last week that uh, we'll have him close out the show as well. So... Yeah. Stay tuned for uh, his uh, awesome, detailed, well-researched, awesome reviews. Because uh, in the meantime, you'll have to listen to our undetailed, unresearched uh, reviews. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that's how it goes. True. But if if you're like Ian in in that way that you want to contact us, there are ways in which you can do that. Everybody, we are on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB, Mr. Guy. Is at Drusifer Tweets. Collectively, we are uh, at Never Open Pod, and you can send us written emails or voice emails on the email address. It's neveropenpod at gmail.com. If you see uh, one of our tweeties advertising one of our shows, uh, there's probably a high chance of us putting, or I say us, the high chance of Mr. Andy having put a link in there for our merch store, Teespring. Uh, so, Get yourself some Never merch. If you like yourself that Never Open title, you've seen a logo to that show as well, haven't you? Yeah. Put that on your, on your body somewhere. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh. Put it on your... On your body. Body. Yeah. I don't care where a pipe bats on your body. Just put it on. 
<laughs> do you have uh, New Japan pro wrestling news to talk about, Mr. Andy, or is it just like everybody's got COVID? Uh, well, I think it's all kind of within, you know, the, uh, the show here that we're going to talk about or whatever. Um, yeah. we had a new, uh, a new ring announcer debut. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's some good wrestling we're going to talk about and then some meh wrestling we're going to talk about. I can't think of any like news other than like the, the injury you were talking about and like every, everybody's got co everybody in the club got COVID. So, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> So yes. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> well, here's, I mean, the other big news. We'll get to it, but I mean, Tiger Mask had a singles match. So. Yes, that is true. He does does have a singles match. He's it might be the first one he's won since 2019 as well. Yeah. Uh, because that's how that's how flimsy the roster is here in New Japan Pro Wrestling. That Tiger Mask is having a great big push at the moment. Uh, no offense to Tiger Mask, but you know they don't usually push older wrestlers like this. Uh, maybe this is because it's only the junior tag titles as well. So maybe this is kind of like, hey, you've been with us a long time and you, you're pretty good. Like some kind of last hurrah kind of thing, maybe. One last run at, yeah. with the title. Yeah. I think so. I think he's got one last run at the junior title, I hope. But, you know, again, we'll see what happens. The junior title is uh, an interesting uh, topic of conversation right now. Yes, and uh, we're definitely going to be talking about that. At some point, uh, I'm ready just to just get straight into New Year's Golden Series at Corican Hall. If you are, well, I mean, you know, oh no, got, you got a Kojima yeah, tweet. Got, I do, yeah, we got a returning <clears throat> segment, a triumphant return of the yes. Kojima tweet of the week. And, uh, you know, this uh, Kojima tweet was tweeted the other day, I guess today, and it, it, Mr. Bread affectionately as we call him uh you know satoshi kojima he uh had some problems at the airport and they were not bread related which is kind of strange do you have any guesses luke uh drugs oh no no no, not mr bread was it was it problems with uh getting his little doggies through customs or something (laughs) he doesn't take them to the wrestling matches so uh, because they they cannot do their best so you know um, but uh (laughs) All right, well, here it is, the Kojima tweet of the week, which will answer the question of what was the problem at the airport. It reads, quote, when I got on a moving plane, an x-ray was checked in my baggage inspection, and I was told there is something like a knife. And I said, I never have such a dangerous thing. I had one knife to use at the restaurant, and I couldn't remember when and where I put it. So I apologize to the staff. The knife is scary, unquote. Fucking Mr. Bread steals cutlery from restaurants. <laughs> he stole a knife from a restaurant. <laughs> Fuck, I got good knives at this restaurant. <laughs> I'm about to tell it's the like, waiter this, this shit went missing. <laughs> he's like, ooh, I like the handle on this one. Let me slip that in my bag. <laughs> you know where he learned that? Tens on. You know, he learned that from Tenzon. That's definitely a Tenzon thing. (laughs) Maybe Tenzon put it in there. And Mr. Fred is such a good brother, he's not going to bury Tenzon. So he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I wouldn't. It's an accident. Knife is scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look how big I am. Do I need to use a knife on people? Come on. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. He has my match of the uh, two shows, by the way. Yeah, 
yeah, I'm I'm confused about this two shows thing you keep talking about here. So don't we um, have like two New Year's Golden shows, or is it three? I have one. <laughs> did, did didn't didn't we talk? Don't we still have the one where? Oh, so we don't have to talk about the one where it's like Udo versus Greater Khan, and Greater Khan just yeah, like knocks that. Udo that. Did we do that? I thought we did that. No. Did we not? No, man. Oh, okay. I why? I okay. That's all right. I can I can help us because it's the show. Oh, where, I see why. I see why. Okay. It's but always last show. Reason. I made it. I botched for some reason. I put my notes for this uh, show in two separate files, but it turns out it's all one. I'm sorry to the staff. The note is scary. Are you trying to talk in like Kojima tweets now? I was. I was a second. Yeah, just now. So I have it. I am where we need to be. I will do my best. All right. So, yeah, we do have this first show because uh, it is like the farewell (laughs) of Abe-san. Shit. I was like, you had me going there. And then I looked at the end of the show. I was like, no, we didn't cover the Abe's farewell. So uh, You're right. You're right. I was so confused, man. (laughs) And we were at this show because we're the phantoms of Corican Hall, remember? So we're, we're actually there. Yes. Uh, yeah, and Kevin Kelly is in the, he's in the entrance of this little table like old times. And uh, all it's by Minnie himself. <laughs> it's Minnie Tanahashi's last night. That's true. That's right. All right. So uh, you already know my short note for Yuto Nakashima and the Great Okan. Uh, Great okay. Okan knocks Yuto the fuck out. Which is a move that will come back uh, later. I think they're going to start putting yes. over there. Great Okan has uh, this uh, really awesome, strong, stiff elbow, which uh, <clears throat> will come into play in the uh, next night in a, in a really awesome way. So, yeah, that's pretty much that are match. You, well, are you talking about it'll play out in an awesome way that, like, Nakashima then couldn't wrestle the next night because he got knocked out so much? I'm pretty sure he's not wrestling the next night. <laughs> he is not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I love this match. This was fun. It was like straight to the heat. And, uh, you know, there's like heavyweight things that tr- Young Lion's trying to do. But Okan's like, nah, I'm going to best you at that. But one thing I love about this match is Okan uses all these submissions to like punish the, the Young Lion. But they're all weird. They're all like weird submissions and holds that you've never seen before. <laughs> and it's like, wow, it's, I love this guy. Even when he's in a match like this, you still don't know what the hell he's going to do. And that forearm, yeah. why why did you kill that man, Okan? That's what I Dude, it was like a gunshot. The guy just went down like a, <laughs> it was awesome. like a ton of bricks. I was like, all right, I guess Yudo's dead. All right, <laughs> moving on then. <laughs> he's, he's had a lot of problems. I mean, you know, head injury, broke his fucking arm. He kind of yeah. looks dumb. I mean, you know, he's got a lot of problems. All these, all these different interesting ways Greater Khan can come at you. I'm surprised, like, now in hindsight, I would have put him in Suzuki Goon, but that's just me. Uh, I think he'd fit in well with the Suzuki Goon guys. Yeah, he could be their new Iska, you know? Like, Takamichinoko could get a fucking chain, and, you know, and he could go behind him, and then Okan's running around in the crowd, scaring the people, and they're like, woo he I loved it when Isco would get in the crowd and everyone acts all scared, but they're also like, hee at the same time, running <laughs> away from him. So Wrestler walk past me. Mind you, then, then then the everybody dies music hits and all the kids are just like, no, don't come near me. <laughs> Starts Mr. making baby scream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, shit, that shit was the bomb. 
Oh my god. All right. So we've got uh, Kosai Vegeta and Rio Iwa versus Bushi Hiromu. So that means uh, Young Lions are going to get chopped, uh, punked out, and beat up. But, <laughs> <laughs> because that's just how Hiromu and Bushi roll. <laughs> They're tagging a lot, by the way, recently. So uh, yeah. okay. Uh, so uh, yeah. Also, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I like this. He does Bushi does it all the time. But I just want to give it props. You know, his opponent will run towards the ropes, and as they turn around, drop kick right to the chest against the ropes. Always like that. It's a really cool move. Suzuki drop kick, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Bushi keeps a half a brab until four, the four count. What an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So there's some kind of bet going on, like if the young lions can get uh, Hiromu's mask off, they can get money. So they do get uh, Hiromu's mask off, and there's a bit of a celebration, and Kevin's going nuts. And my first thought is, do you think Suzuki will beat them up and take their winning money? Because uh, ah. that just seems like something that he would do. You got extra money? Hey, hey, g- give me a cut. Yeah. And then, then, then the young right. lions start giving him money, and then Suzuki's like, no, no, more, more, <laughs> more, more, more. And then there's only two notes left, like one for each of them. And he's like, you know what? I'll take these two, and then uh, he just leaves them with no money, and that's that's how I, <laughs> I I picture that you know Suzuki's like, hey, let's go out to dinner, young lions, and they're like, oh, okay, yes sir, and then uh, he orders all kinds of shit, and then just leaves, and and the waiter he goes to the bathroom and does the Irish exit, and he's gone, and the waiter's <laughs> like, oh, I think he left, uh, and the young lions are like, fuck, and they gotta pay. That's what. It yeah, is. and uh, obviously the bill. Uh, so the amount Suzuki spent was like more than they won off hundred dollar dues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you notice? I knew this, but uh, so when um, Hiromu was in uh, CMLL, he was a masked wrestler called Kamatachi at first, and he lost a mask versus mask match to uh, Dragon Lee, and so that mask that he's wearing is his old Kamatachi mask. Hmm. Okay. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Damn, that's some history right there between those two gentlemen. Oh, yeah, there's a brab on Iwa for, for the win, by the way. And Hiromi uh, picks up the, the victory there. And then we go to this hot match of Honma, Tomoyaki, Tomoyaki Honma and Tiger Mask versus Gato and Ishimori. It was supposed All to right. be... Wait, no, wait, that wait. was the old match. So now it's Gato and Yujiro, sorry, versus Tiger yeah. and Honma. So, yeah, don't worry. Okay, I have, I have but, that but the here. team... Luke, the team of Tiger and Hanma is Tiger Mania, okay? Uh, all right. Yes, all right, cool. I'll give it that. All right, my apologies. So it's uh, Tiger Mania versus <laughs> Gato and Yajiro. <laughs> and do, do I have to talk about this match a lot? Because I just, like, big juice on Hanma. And Gato hits Tiger with the knuckles post-match just to beat him up a bit. Uh, I guess just to kind of set up their hot singles match that they're going to have the next night. Actually, I kind of like that match. It's not too bad, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we got the big yeah. problem with this match is not the work in the ring. It's that we have to hear oh. Yujiro's music twice. Oh, it's music is so gross. And like, it's amazing. I'm watching this sometimes in the morning. And it's just like it's like women having an orgasm or something like that. And I have to turn it down because it sounds like I'm watching porn or something. And I don't, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't want my neighbors thinking I'm up at four o'clock in the morning to watch porn. That's, that's what live headphones are for. But yeah, 
these things hey, just like you... boom, 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 and you're just like, ugh. It's boom, it's boom, boom, boom. It's amazing. Oh. Now, <laughs> okay. All right. So. Um, <laughs> I hate these so bad. <laughs> Do you think that Gato is coming off as just delusional at this point with all of his Jay White bullshit? Because like. <sighs> Gato's like the. I want, I want, I want you to go to his voice, but Gato's out there going. You remember Switchblade? I remember. Yeah. I remember. So, Do you remember when we had a leader of Bullet Club? I remember. Can we talk about this? Because I'm interested to know what you think of this. So right. um, that is some New Japan news that Jay White appeared yeah. in a backstage like comedy segment on uh, AEW Dynamite. And then he it had his, his... Quite a comedy segment, but I'll... I'll uh, yeah. You... Okay. It looked... From the stills, it looked like a comedy set yeah. segment, and then he showed up. He did a run-in on Trent Beretta at on Friday, and then he's gonna have a match versus Trent next week on, on the fucking B show. I'm pissed. How do you feel? I don't mind, like in terms of Rampage, because they've got it. That's what they do. They'll put on some things on Rampage that won't turn up on Dynamite, like uh, like Hook. Like uh, Smart Wrestling Fan mentioned, like if you want to see Hook, you can only watch him on Rampage. So you have to go to Rampage to watch him. So I don't mind if they put a couple of attractions on there to get viewers. That's fine. Whatever. So what at least they try to make it important. It. Well, you don't want to watch any of it because your your, <laughs> your full body is like, it's like you got vaccinated against uh, AEW or something. And you're yeah. totally immune to its charms or effects. And you're just not having any of it. All right. <laughs> Other than that. Here's what happened for those who don't watch AW and once once and he's thinking like where's Switchblade when Switchblade isn't in the room everybody should be asking where's Switchblade you know yes but like like Poochie but and he is never he's never going away to his home planet I no. mean well maybe he did you know I mean actually he's from New Zealand he's never going back there again I guess he's just stuck in America forever the worst place on earth. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I, I can think of, I think of worse, and we've got a decent viewership from there as well. So, uh, <laughs> or a listenership, at least we used to. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hi, everyone. From where you are, you know where you are, and uh, wherever you are, there you are. <laughs> uh, bit of Buckaroo Banzai right there. <laughs> so yeah, yes. I love what, that. That's, that's a fucking good movie. So what we have is. The Young Bucks are going to have a match against Rapongi Vice on Rampage, which has happened now, and it was really good. And they, they're all four members are talking shit about each other, but Adam Cole's there, and they've got the numbers game, so they beat up Rocky and Trent. And as they're beating up Trent, fucking, you see the jacket first in the camera, you know, the the knife things and switchblade, whatever. And then he uh, grabs Trent, throws him into the truck, kind of nods at Adam Cole and the Young Bucks and walks off. And then apparently, like, look, the Bucks are like, what's he doing here? What's he doing here? And Cole's like, look, I know we're elite now and all this kind of stuff, but when you Bullet Club, you Bullet Club for life. And I called in some reinforcements. So that's kind of how they've explained him being there. It's fine. I'd rather see him on this than Strong, So because I don't watch Strong, so I don't even watch my favorite wrestler on fucking – strong that's how bad strong is that you can't even like 
put my favorite wrestler on it and still get me to watch it regularly. Now, Luke, I heard a rumor about this whole situation. And uh, maybe it's true, maybe it isn't. That the whole reason that Jay White was on TV was Mm. because um, Mr. Tony Khan was like, yeah, so Forbidden Door this, Forbidden Door that. Wait a second, Keith Lee's not like from another company. I gotta get the forbidden door that open that I said would be open with the thing. So I get Jay White. Uh, yeah, well, it's not a forbidden door if you've been fired from one place, is it? It's like no, that door that door's closed, and you're standing yeah. in the hallway waiting for the other door to open now. <laughs> Whereas the forbidden <laughs> door is like the, the, your door's open, and then the other door's also open, and then like you jump between them. I know how doors work, everyone. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks for explaining that. <laughs> so let me know how the match is. I'm sure it'll be great. My issue yeah. is is commercial breaks and stuff like that. I don't like them, and they fuck matches up. So I'm sure it'll mm. be fine. But I just I don't see how Jay White works in American television uh, wrestling. I just don't see how he can be who he is. That's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should fuck off. I don't know. They've, they've been able to showcase um, Brian Danielson in, in kind of long, awesome matches, be they on TV or pay-per-view. Same with um, Kenny and, and other wrestlers who can go for time like that. So it, it can yeah, happen. They can they can do it. It's not something they well, do I've all the time. I've watched them all, and they're, they're all very good. You're right. I've yeah. watched all the matches. And they're so yeah, good. yeah, sure. Uh, just just go back to this show, like, I don't know, however many months ago, everyone. I know. When Brian Danielson joins AEW. I'm going to be a regular viewer. It's like <laughs> one one week after Brian Danielson's review. Yeah, I'm still not going to watch that shit. Hey, he's wrestling Lee Moriarty, uh, which uh, is the guy that I have met. And um, is like tremendous wrestler. Lexus Montez, friend of the show, fucking whooped his ass uh, not that long ago. So just saying. No. Nice. So if if Lee Moriarty beats Daniel Bryanson, which is possible, it's probably not gonna happen. But then that means that Lexus Montez has beaten Brian Danielson by you know uh, transference of powers or whatever they call that. That's definitely how it works. It's that's. <laughs> Do you, I mean, I, I wonder who Jordan Clearwater is beating. Because, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Uh, if I watched the, whatever bullshit show he's on, I'd know, but I'm not going to do that. All right. So let's go with our third. Oh, by the way, did you have anything to add with like Honma and <clears throat> Ishimori and Tiger Mask and stuff? Uh, I really liked, um, the, uh, like Hanma and Yuchiro were working pretty stiff and I kind of like that. And uh, I, I just felt bad for Kano because he just seems like delusional. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Jay White, you know, the guy, that's the thing. Look, I'm doing my hand signal with the little necklace. It's like, it's yeah, get your own my shit, plan. Dude. It was my plan to bring Jay White into Bullet Club and make lots of money. And now I'm, oh, shit, where's Jay White? I'm not making any money. <laughs> oh, it's fucking oh, good. All right, so let's go with uh, Yano and the dads. That's Hiroshi Tenzan uh, and uh, the other one, Mr. Brad Satoshi Kojima, and I think Yuji Nagata as well. Uh, yeah, because Makabe is going to get his ass beat and job out later on. So, yes, it's Yano yeah. and the three dads, which is pretty cool. Yeah, versus three dads gym, man. Hell yeah, man. Doki, Suzuki, Takamichinoku, and Taichi. And my first thought, Mr. Andy, is that a dog cage? Or did Toriano steal Suzuki's young lion cage? 
he has one. No, Suzuki's is all rusty and like probably has like little like razor blades like taped to the inside of it and shit like that. And no water. You that not way, get water. That way you can be in the cage, but no matter where you move or what position you're in, it's always uncomfortable. Yeah, it hurts always, yes. yes. This shit is amazing, by the way. I think this is so funny. I'm loving this feud, actually. Uh, we've been, how, dude, have we or have we not on this very show been saying for ages, what's Suzuki doing? Why isn't yes. he at least fighting Toriyanu? And here we are. And it turns out it's super fun, by the way. I, I did vote in the in the election. It was Yano's uh, dog cage match or Suzuki's handcuff match. And uh, I chose Suzuki's handcuff match. But it was this is the first time I don't know who won or where where the polling's at, but I was I chose Suzuki who was like forty nine percent and Yano who was just barely winning so that's pretty cool because usually it's uh, Toriyano sixty percent or above uh, and Chase Owens uh, I don't know <laughs> who voted for Chase Owens did did he does he have like a whole bunch of separate accounts or something that he he, just he has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Look at him and think, wow, that's really rotten. All right, all right. So, uh, as you said, this is a fun match, but it's pretty surprising finish here and a really cool one because uh, Tai Chi gets kind of like this really fast, smooth-looking uh, Black Mephisto on on Mr. Bread and just. Uh, drops him, which is really cool. Uh, he, then uh, after the match, Yano puts Tucker in the dog cage because I guess uh, <laughs> I guess Tucker Tucker's got to Tucker's got to put you know Tucker wants to uh, put on Tucker Taichi Mania Four, and in order for him to do that, he's got to have to uh, if he's not jobbing, he's going to have to be put in the dog cage. So uh, yes. yeah, <laughs> I like how you know they can't. You can't just like open the cage and let him out. You have to pick the cage up and carry him to the back because there's no way to get him out of there. Once you're in there, you're just in there. So they, you know, you got to take it to the back and like get, you, you know, got to get wheeled to the back like a dog. Well, and, and they got to get the like welding thing out, the, the torch and like cut him out of there, you know? The That's definitely how light. Suzuki gets the young lions out of the cages when he's ready to let them out. Luke, so now they've got little razor blades that sparks hit oh, like yeah. little razor blades and now there's sparks and oh my god uh Kevin metal Kelly, from the cage what? roof sorry are we done talking about the cage yes no okay. <laughs> the cage has a zero percent certified rotten um but uh, Kevin Kelly is on fire in this match my god he's outstanding he's so fun and good and um you know, I, I thought that uh, Taka Michinoku was bumping like a maniac for Yuji Nagata. And we also yep. had Tenzon just beating up Dookie. Come on, man. Tenzon versus Dookie is just like Tenzon getting all his shit in and Dookie getting nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> hey, Tenzon went laugh. to the Makabe school of treating young lions. Yes. I, I thought this was really fun. And the stuff with Mr. Bread versus Tai Chi was great. And I miss singles Tai Chi and I miss Zack Sabre Jr. But, you know, this is uh, this was really good. It was yep. fun. Taka sells being in the cage as if it is made of rust and like cutting him. He's like he's terrified. He knows once they shut that door, they got to cut him out of there. You know, it's, <laughs> it's terrifying. He knows how dog cages work. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And 
Next, we have a match that isn't the match we're going to get. We're going to get uh, Yo and the three Chaos Gentlemen, uh, Ishii, Goto, and Yoshihashi versus the House of Torture. Instead, we've got Yo and Ishii versus Evil and Show. And but like, wait, they've both got matches coming up. So who can lose this match? Oh wait, no one. It's a DQ after Yo hits Show with uh, the Spanner. Oh sorry, the wrench. Can't say That's what I have. Spanner. I have Spanner in my notes, so it's right, Spanner. Cool. Mm-hmm. It, Mr. Ian, I'm right. Like, like spanner, spanner in the works. You have that, right? That that's not just an Aussie thing. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and anyone who, who th- who's ever heard of the word spanner, send all of your uh, messages to at superlexa17. <laughs> <laughs> please send him messages. Somebody do it, please. Please, please. I want him to get one at like three in the morning from somebody. Like, listen, motherfucker, it's a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, "What? Uh, be, Have you never um, heard what uh, Spanner? Are you stupid?" <laughs> I think this match reminds me that we're getting Show versus Yo again, which makes me really sad. I'm re- I'm ready for them to finish breaking up and to start seeing other people. <laughs> yes. Now I do like the beatdown. Like Yo did a good job with the beatdown, and it was. And but but I I. Now I'm kind of coming to your side, or maybe it's Lexus that said that the he doesn't like the comical selling of show and the way he like has his eyes wide when he sells and stuff. That was a little goofy for this beatdown, and uh, look, I'm he's, kind of he's, done with this. Yeah, I'm I'm really liking show, and I like how we switch things up. I, I do like House of Torture. I have the T-shirt, but, but it doesn't it does mean I can also be annoyed and criticize them at the same time because. I want my Neville style matches, motherfucker. But I feel like they're making up with that with this lumberjack deathmatch business. So there is that. But you know, I like I like that. But I have noticed the very cartoonish eyes wide open selling as well. So he's definitely hamming it up as a heel, which uh, <laughs> that's fine when the baby when the baby face is making a comeback. That's fine. Or you know when, but when it's a serious beatdown, it's like a joke, and it's like, uh, why don't you? Yeah. Okay. I get it. So you did mention that we're getting uh, Ishii versus uh, Evil in a <laughs> uh, lumberjack death match. Uh, and uh, if you remember on the last time we talked about New Japan on the show, I had mentioned that the uh, Chaos and um, House of Torture guys were acting like they were in a lumberjack match in this multi-man yeah, match. I assume... I assume that they were going to do like one of those elimination tags or something because they tend to act the same way in those. But uh, but no, it turns out that I sneaky called this. Sneaky. Yes, you did. Yes, yes, you did. So, yeah, uh, it's something different, too, because they don't do many specialty matches in New Japan for titles, do they? Yeah. It's kind of uh, king. It's the Kapow thing. So like, yeah. it's kind of dumb that they're doing it for the the, the never title. But we'll uh, see. it'll be a fun I, match. But I, I think it, it ma- I think it makes sense for storyline because you just know straight away like Ishii is not stupid. He gets in that ring with Evil, and he's not just wrestling Evil. He's gonna be wrestling House of Torture. So yeah, I, I guess in storyline kayfabe whatever, uh, it makes sense and it's fine. We get something a little different, and I'm alright with that. And We'll we'll know, you know, everything will be fine, you know, uh, and hopefully oh, someone. It's all gonna have... be fine. 
Everybody so, relax. And hopefully, then hopefully someone can have that title for like more than one defense and start having a bit of a fun <laughs> with it, please. And give me some of those never style matches because that's pretty much like our jam here. That's what we named the fucking podcast. Yeah, anyway. that that lives in Noah now and, and nowhere else. So. Yeah, welcome to the Noah oh, podcast. Man, All right, so be- now we have. Oh, did you want to talk about? Uh, no. That? All right. Cool. So uh, now we've got Togi Makabe, Hiroshi uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada versus Takagi Shingo. It's Shingo Takagi. Yeah, she, we we don't use his surname. We use his first name for some reason. Rather Shingo. Than, yeah. Shingo, Sonata, and Tetsuya Naito. Look, uh, this, is, this match is awesome. i tell you why. Yes. There's great wrestling. There's fun preview stuff. And Makabe loses. What's not to like? And he loses with the last of the dragon as well. Not an O'Connor bridge or, or roll. Not a fucking oh, skull end or any of that Makabe's taking the finish. He's like, listen, you're going to beat me. I'm taking your finish because there's no other way that someone could outsmart me. You know, there's yeah. no way. So that's that's why he's taking the finish. Do you reckon he pulls that shit with Tanahashi as well? Because you know Tanahashi's been known to kind of pull out roll-up wins to kind of, you know, he's outsmarted, narrowly outsmarted his opponent. And like, that's a thing. Do you reckon Makabe's like, no, 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 son, you're, you're hitting the high fly flow on me. I'm not getting rolled <laughs> up like happens. a little bitch. Here's what happens. He says, Tanahashi, <laughs> he doesn't have to say that to Tanahashi because Tanahashi already knows. He's been around Makabe a long time. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so right, though. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Makabe. Look, look, I have a question for you. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I screwed up your thing. Um, but I have a question for you because we get Tanahashi versus Sonata in this match, and uh, I thought it was fucking amazing. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Tanahashi's so great, he makes Sonata fun. Or, do you agree with that statement? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Especially, like, there's tonight, and then I think it's the next night, he even gets put in a freaking paradise <laughs> lock. So Tanahashi's willing to do all of the sonata things that make Sonata Sonata. And get the crowd going. So, uh, yeah, Tanahashi is amazing, and I love him. And he is a wrestling treasure that needs to be preserved. And uh, I guess Sonata's in the match too. And it'll, it'll be a good match. My problem with Sonata is, like, he's always wrestling guys I'd rather see him lose against. And it turns out that's a lot of people. So I'm sorry. <laughs> it's everyone except Yujiro. <laughs> and Maka. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> dude, he even beat Honma, and I was just like, dude, why are you going to fucking troll tro- <laughs> Honma like that? Why are you going to troll him like Hanma. that? Come on, man. We know. We know he, We know he's, he's hurting, and he can't go like he used to, but you don't need to chump him out like that. Jesus. Maybe Ref Chumpy was watching that chumping and being like, damn, that's a chumping. The chumping. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this is great stuff, and it gives me what I want in the finish. So how can I be mad? Yeah, I I really liked it too. Um, Lij is like, listen, our leader is about to face Okada, so let's kill him. <laughs> They're all about trying to kill Okada. It's yep. awesome. Um, you know, as we mentioned, Tanahashi thing. You know, he's making Sonata fun, and then Makabe tags in. It's like, oh, I'm gonna suck all the fun out of the match, <laughs> and uh, he does. 
But then Okada and Naito, they tag in and they look fucking awesome together again. I'm really thinking this is going to be something special. I think their match is going to, you know, be what we want from New Japan that we haven't gotten maybe a while is the, you know, since Wrestle Kingdom is these, you know, incredible singles matches. Um, yep. I'm excited for that. And Naito is really going after Okada's knee. I mean, like he is just trying to kill Okada's knee, which is awesome. Um, we get the everyone in the pool spot and everyone gets their shit in. Fucking Makape gets the double clothesline in, of course. Of course. And that's <laughs> I love that. But here's the great thing is that, like, so the match is good. But after the match, Naito just kills Okada's knee and puts him in, like, holds and shit. And Tanahashi stands over Naito with his hands on his hip like he's Naito's mom. <laughs> it's so funny he's like you do not do that and uh lij after the match they give respect to mini tanahashi but they do not invite him to do the uh the salute which is kind of bullshit uh but kevin kelly buries the uh what uh, the uh the guy that's leaving um the announcer and, and calls him a quitter he's like quitter <laughs> Kevin Kelly was funny on this this show. I really liked it. Now, if I did that on commentary, everyone would lose their minds and get mad because I'm burying somebody. But Kevin Kelly could do it all along. It's almost as if he has like respect in the business and like yeah. has been in a while. It's kind of bullshit. <laughs> dude, dude, this is the kind of guy Macabre. This is what gets a Macabre laugh, all right? <laughs> Goto and Yoshihashi are backstage, everyone's clowning around, and Goto's like, huh, watch this, guys. And he does Asia eyes on Yoshihashi. Everyone goes kind of silent, except for this one sound in the room, which is ha <laughs> <laughs> He double clotheslines like a few like uh, uh partitions that are standing there and then laughs. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh my goodness. Uh, hey, oh, so after I'm starting this, to come back around at loving Makabe because he's just I know, so making fun of him is the best. So <laughs> after this, something really funny happens. So Kevin Kelly calls dude a quitter, and all of a sudden, like, there's no music, but Taichi just appears, and we're like, oh shit! And he's got this like water bottle that's filled with beans, and he's made it. He's got two of them. He's made them into homemade shakers to make noise, and it looks like he's gonna do something, but then he just walks over to commentary and sits down. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny Kevin Kelly's like what's he doing what's going on here what's that he's got and he just sits down on commentary and he gives one of the bean uh, bottles to fucking uh, uh, Milano Milano's like deep bow <laughs> by the way I didn't write this down but during the, the Suzuki Goon dad's match when Taichi's walking past Abe he, he has his fist over Abe's hand and Abe holds his hand out and Taichi just drops his gum into his hands. It's like, thanks, dude. No, it was one of those beans. That was one it of those beans. One, yeah, it was one yeah. of those beans. And then the beans come back later. So I don't know what it is. It's some joke that I don't get. But I think it's funny either way. Oh, man. Dude, hey, they're, trying, they're trying to make everything fun. And sometimes it, it really works. Like, I don't know, man. We, we know they've got a depleted roster and stuff. And they got COVID all over the place. Yes. I was just going to say, do you think that Wada will ever master the ass? That's, that's your rather awesome segue into Ass Masters versus <laughs> El Desperado and Yoshinobu. I just want to rag on Makabe some more because he, he, 
job to any of these guys, even though one of them's a champion. So Ask Masters versus El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. This match is really cool, but fucking dang, did Kanemaru get his ass whooped in this match. Holy shit, he's bumping like freaking crazy. I don't know what he did wrong backstage, but he's taken the RPP. He's taken the Dodon. Then he takes this kind of gnarly-looking wheelbarrow flatliner thing that the Ass Masters do. Have they done that before, or did I miss it? Or was I just paying extra attention because I hadn't watched wrestling for a while, and I was just like, oh, my God, wrestling's on! This is a great yeah. show, even though it was just a little right show. I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Uh, but, yeah, that, that move, that finisher was kind of gnarly, and, uh, yeah, they, they're definitely growing as a tag team, the Ass Masters. Wouldn't you like to be Ryusuke Taguchi? You've got two potential like junior tag team champion partners at the same time. So, uh, you know, whenever uh, Rocky is over in uh, America, he's got he's got Wato, and as soon as Rocky's back, it's like that meme where the dude's like checking that chick's butt out, and the other chick's looking at him, going, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> It, I, sh- I will. I will make that meme. Remind me, and I will make that. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I, yeah, it's you know, I kind of feel bad for Watto though, man, because I know what's going to happen. But you know, Luke, there's something that you completely forgot to mention here, and that is that Desperado gives Mini Tanahashi a pack of beans. <laughs> the beginning of this match i don't know why it's some <laughs> joke we don't get and that yeah. is my favorite thing so my favorite thing in new in new japan is the jokes i don't get because they're funny and i love them and i don't even know why but um they run the ropes it's awesome ass masters get over on desperado until counter intervenes and then it's heat on wado hat talk hot tactic to gucci and he gets all shit in but there's like this really good strong style exchange that leads to a side pin from water between him and Desperado. Guitar of Death for two. 5,000 reversals, including the climbing, rolling victory pin thingy right into water's submission. That was fucking dope. Why did he do that in the singles? <laughs> it's so cool. Oh my God, that made me upset. Uh, you know, we had this terrible spin kick from Wado on Kanemaru in this match, too. I just, he is so inconsistent. I'm kind of almost off of the water train. I, I'm kind of disappointed in him, and we'll talk about it more. But I just, oh, I just, you know, I just wish Taguchi would realize if he just tagged with Tiger Mask, he could win the titles. Like, it didn't take us this long to get, I mean, didn't take us this long to get into Great Khan, did it? Nope. And, now, like, we can't get enough of him. And if he. What's wanted... the message I sent you, Luke? What did I send you? I can't remember, but he was. Yeah, he was saying just... he said he's no great Okan. I think it was. That's exactly what I yeah. said. Yeah. 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 And he was a guy I was, I was complaining about for ages. Show me something. Show me something. And then he sh- showed us something. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, put it away. Yeah. Don't show me anymore. Yeah. Um... <laughs> wow. Show there's me. more. Wow, there's more? Oh. That's what I'm still saying about Great Khan. Wow, there's more? Yeah. And Wado, I just, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into it. Right. So before guys. we get into Sendai, just to uh, mention it, uh, at the end they have Abe out and all the faces come out and send him <laughs> off. 
So uh, I like how they keep kayfabe like that. The, the heels only really interacted with him on the way to the ring and stuff, and right. doing all the house of torture spots and all that kind of stuff. So it's just a whole bunch of faces farewelling him and holding him up and going, "Yay!" They throw him in the air. They literally do the yep. hip hip hooray and throw him up in the air. Yeah, <laughs> you great, said, man. You said our name's good for ages. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Except that time you fucked up with bad luck, Farley. You're lucky he's not here. (laughs) No shit. That's funny. I have in my notes, this is the announcer that bad luck Farley fucked with for like a year. (laughs) Yeah. You're lucky Farley wasn't there. After the celebration, he'd be waiting in the car park. You don't work for New Japan anymore. (laughs) Yes. Fuck him. Oh, my goodness. You punched him in the face. Do you remember that time he's on commentary? Yeah. He, He did. That was my bad Kiwi accent, everybody. Uh, every every second sentence, he was like, I want to punch him. Punch him in the face. <laughs> That's funny, because isn't this finish like a punch in the chest? Kind of like a, like a <laughs> yeah. kind of punch. Yeah, like the grenade yeah. choke no, you lariat. Don't. You don't want to punch him in the face, do you, Fale? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so New, New Japan Golden Series at Sendai. Be... Well, can we uh, do our, uh, our strong review? Oh, yeah. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, get, I, get I understand, Luke. You're so worried about getting your shit in. You you don't know. You forget about the other people's shit. I know. It happens to me yeah. all the time. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Luke's talking. All right. Yeah, I wish you'd shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no, that's not it at all. Anyway, all right. So here is <laughs> Ian's strong review for the strong episode that took place on February Fifth. 2022. So here it is. Right now. It's happening now. Hi Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong review. A light week in New Japan Strong this week as we kick off our Washington tapings. Ian Riccoboni joins on commentary doing his best Earth 2 Kevin Kelly impression and he keeps up pretty well throughout. First up, Yuya Uemura takes on Brody King in a match that takes a talented wrestler on excursion and turns him into a murder victim. Brody is a beast and seems to be getting better physically with each appearance. Uemura is starting to branch out from his usual young lion stuff and has some great defensive groundwork to keep King away. However, you can't keep death away forever and soon Uemura is forced into an exchange of violence with King. He holds his own for a while, even getting King in a beautiful cross-arm breaker, but finally he gets caught by the Gonzo Bomb. A fun opener, but I think both men are capable of more than this. Following this, Leo Rush teams with Rocky Romero against the West Coast Wrecking Crew. I actually don't have much to say about this one. It's very well wrestled, Rush and Romero do some skillful fast high-flying, and Nelson and Isaacs are developing beautifully as technical brawlers, but there's a feeling like this match isn't going to resolve anything. Romero is looking past his opponents towards Black Tiger, and Rush is... there. Knowledge that Rush got hurt at a show after this was taped hangs over this match awkwardly. Rush and Romero win, Nelson and Isaacs attack them with weapons post-match, and the whole thing clanks along. There's a nice video package before the main event showing every time that TJP and Clark Connors have faced off, which, as it turns out, is a lot in the last three years. They do a good job of establishing this as the story of a mentor who turns on his mentee, and with this in place we go on to the match itself. 
Connors, who isn't a calm man at the best of times, is even angrier than usual here, and does some clever work with a faked knee injury in order to surprise TJP. TJP, for once, cares about a match and shows up for it mentally, and the crowd really starts to get behind the back and forth. Connors dominates at the start, TJP gets sneaky and starts laying in the damage in the middle stretch, and as we reach the end, Connors shows that he's come a long way since his early days by out-wrestling TJP for a solid victory. This is a nice personal moment which also feels like a graduation. There was nothing wrong with the show this week. Three decent matches that were wrestled well, however it didn't feel like anything all that important happened. A skippable strong. That is, if you watch any of them at all. Thanks, guys. Until next week, keep it strong. Okay, thank you there, Mr. Ian, with your strong review. And yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I I don't. I never. I never see Leo Rush wrestle that often because he doesn't stay long enough for me to be like see him wrestle and do stuff. And... He like retired again or something. And... I, is he trying to? Has he broken the Terry Funk record yet? Like, it, oh. will he stop after he breaks Terry Funk's retirement record, or is he going for you the know, Kiss I, record? I have a funny story. This is interesting. You'll like this. It's a, one of them indie wrestling stories. So there's this wrestler around our area. Uh, he's actually a Jersey guy, I think. I'm not sure. His name's Everett Connors, or, or no shit. Yeah. His name is Everett Cross. I'm sorry. There's another wrestler named Everett Connors. Everett Cross, uh, the god of drivers. He does like uh, fucking pile drivers. That's his deal. And he's like, he's got this thing about him where like everything he does looks like it hurts really bad, but it doesn't. Like he's a safe worker. It just looks terrifying. Everything he does, it's awesome. <laughs> and like he cool. became the unsanctioned pro champion. Uh, at one point and I remember he used to be announced as the modern day Terry Funk and a buddy of mine Jamie Coy who's a huge Terry Funk guy was like fuck that and he like stood up and gave this guy so much shit every time he would come out I just looked over and Jamie's losing his mind at this Evercross guy and it got to the point where when Evercross finally won the title these guys had had so many like battles in the crowd as far as yelling at each other and stuff that it became this big love fest because he had proved himself in this tournament and took just he just became he got over, you know. And so as this guy got over, it became this love story between this fan and this wrestler. And now whenever Everett Cross comes out, he hugs Jamie every time. And that's like I know that's got nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it's okay, just like, man, that's cool. amazing. It's one of these cool things that can only happen in a tiny little indie wrestling company. You know, it's like fucking so cool. Son of a bitch compared himself to Terry Funk. I'm going to rag on this guy relentlessly. Oh, wait, he's he's really good. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, but, you know, he, he just there was like one or two matches in particular where he like really got over with his work in the ring. And that's the only way you can get over it on Sanction Pro. So like fucking awesome shit. So same thing in New Japan. Um, I'm sorry that I, I don't like strong, but I'm also not sorry. I'm not sorry either because uh, it sometimes it's uh, tricky enough for us both to fit in all the New Japan shows because of all it's the true. odd times and shit that comes on and then fit in recordings and stuff too. So, uh... Hey, Luke, at the top of the show, you asked me if there was any New Japan news and I lied. I said oh. I didn't know if there was any. I oh, okay. Um, Here's the New Japan news, okay? Is that this next show is at the 
ZBO Arena in Sendai. Yeah. And Luke, you are going to be, I mean, are you ready? Uh -huh. Are you sitting down? Like, take it easy here, okay? You took notes about the arena? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. because, I mean, <laughs> this is a big deal here. So this arena, it's in Sendai, obviously, which is in uh, Miyagi, Japan. And yeah. it is the home. Get ready for this. Uh, I might, like, edit in a like little drum hole right here drum roll i'm not gonna do that but you know just imagine it's there it's uh, the home arena of the sendai 89ers of the b league japan's professional basketball league we are back with the b league i don't think we've ever <laughs> been in a b league building maybe once it's usually d league so this wow. is fucking big time man big time wow wow and what so noah usually books out the c league BCG, oh, E League or something, and they're yeah. lucky if they can get in there. You know, I mean, B League is that's big time. That's what the B stands for. <laughs> I guess we're stalling because we start with the hottest match I've ever seen. It's yeah. <laughs> Rio Iwa versus Honma. By the way, I worked on this day, the day this was on, and and I had my days mixed up for some reason. Not so mixed up that I came to work wrong but just mixed up for everything that wasn't work for some reason. Yeah. So I thought this show started at my time, 8.30, but it had... 4.30 my time, yes, yeah, me too. So, yeah, so by the time I put the fucking TV on, they were on a disinfectant break. And I was like, you know what, Charity, let's just um, continue watching our shows and stuff because it uh, looks like I'm catching up in the morning. Uh, because, I don't, know, I don't know, I just I could, I could have kept watching, but I didn't want to risk Kevin spoiling it and... I know I could have just switched to Japanese, shut up, but I, I didn't. So I just, I, I watched this the next day. So, yeah, there is. Yeah, that. I watched uh, two matches of it. I woke up, you know, thinking that I was going to catch half the show. I woke up at like 530 or something like that in the morning, my time, which would have been one hour after I thought it started, but it was three hours. <laughs> so I yeah. got the last two matches and it was like, it's over. What the fuck? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, this is the <laughs> these are the people you choose to listen to about your new Japan, everyone. <laughs> hey, it's been a while, all right. We're, we 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 got to get back into the swing of things. And yeah. New Japan Cup is coming up, and good lord, dude, we, we better be ready. So. Oh yeah. All right. So we got Rio Hayahua versus Tomoaki Hama. <laughs> How does Rio Hayahua? Managed to like do what he needs to do, which is uh, look good as a young lion, but not look so good as to make Honma look bad. Oh, <laughs> man. Listen, Luke, there is a move in this match that I've only seen one other time. Okay. And it was by, it's by this guy. He's a local wrestler. It's not Dick the Bruiser. That's a guy from like Indiana. It's a guy from Kentucky called Vic the Bruiser. And Victor Bruiser just retired not that long ago. It was in wrestling for like 30 years, mostly an indie guy. But he he would hit chops on people that are seated. And that was like, because he's he's not real tall. You know what I mean? And he would <laughs> kind of just, it was like perfect way. So he would always hit his chops to seated people. And fucking Hanma is busting out the Victor Bruiser in this match, hitting chops on seated young lions. <laughs> yes, he is. And then putting Iwa in a brab for the, yeah. <laughs> for the victory. Then he tries to shake his hand after he put him in the brab. And, and Iwa won't shake his hand. 
You punked me out, you jerk. Couldn't you give me a Kakeshi or something? Fuck you. <laughs> That's just so funny. Oh, somewhere, we... somewhere backstage, his well, you know where he learned that, Luke. Yeah. That's fucking Makabe. He's That's a Makabe man. <laughs> it's oh definitely God. that Makabe influence. He was <laughs> in that tag match where he beat fucking yeah. who they beat. I can't remember. But... He was peeking from the curtain. He was watching and, and like nodding knowingly as he watched Hong Oh my god. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Why are they winning against the people in a tournament? <laughs> so now there's those people in a tournament we have to expect that they might have a chance of winning now. Like get out of here. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my Bay. Oh I Poor New Japan. You know, poor New Japan. It's getting abused. And, like, that's why you get shit like that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they freaked the system. All right. So next we've got this really cool opener. We go to some kind of break. I guess that was just some kind of, hey, we're here. And then now we're going on break. This is pre-show. That's Mom right. the pre-show stopper. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people signed up to New Japan World after seeing <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we've lost control luke and i love it <laughs> all right so this match is fucking awesome and i loved it it's doki and yushinobi kanemaru a, a tag team that we've wanted to see tag as a tag team for ages yeah. and they're versus yeah. uh Hiromi takahashi and bushi and I like uh, like there's this kind of outwitting spot where Hiromu's got the best of both Doki and Kanemaru and thus makes Doki give uh, Kanemaru some kind of hurricane runner. That was also pretty nice. And then there's this other fucking hilarious spot. <laughs> Such a dick move. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> yes, you know, but Kanemaru has Bushi in the figure four, and Doki <laughs> jumps off the top rope and just jumps on <laughs> the, jumps on Bushi's chest while he's in figure four. <laughs> he double stomps him. It's <laughs> awesome. I've never seen that. That's great. Oh my That's god, a great it's spot, awesome. man. What a freaking jerk. Now I'm watching this ma- match, and I've got one thing at the back of my mind. I'm like, all right, which one of y'all is pinning Doki? <laughs> That's what I thought. Like. <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling has trained me for that. They have trained me for Doki being the loser. Loser, yeah, you've definitely lost control. So when Kanemaru, he gets he gets a long ball put on him by Bushi, but then he kind of just rolls over it and pins him. I was like, oh, holy shit! I did not expect that. Uh, all right, are we trying to build a new tag team here? Because that would be cool. I would like them to tag together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was a really cool match. It had a surprise finish that I didn't expect, and it was super fun. What do you think of this one? It's great. The tag team moves are great. You got to see them in like matches like this. And these guys are crushing it with the like double team moves. Obviously, they're so funny and and creative. <laughs> um, we also get the vertical suplex power bomb, um, yes. which was awesome. Like Bush, I think it was Bushi that hit the like. Uh, he hit Kanemaru with the, the suplex, and as he's coming down, Hiromu gives him the power bomb. And it's like, 
you see shit like that on the indies or like in WWE maybe or something, and it's not quite timed right. This was like fucking perfect. It's great. I love it. And um, I I like that Kanemura gets the win. The count was a little fucky. There was something weird going on with the count. Like, you know, you know that thing, Luke, where sometimes the ref hits the mat, like, to count. Like, he's actually, like... And, and you think it's a one point. count? Right, yeah. And everybody gets fooled and stuff. And, and that can happen. Maybe that's what happened here, or maybe he fucked up. I'm not sure. Well, it wasn't ref chumpy, that's for sure, because he would never no, make a mistake like that. That new ref. That new ref is, like, such a fucking douchebag what a douche put him in the put him in the dog cage um (laughs) throw him in the timer (laughs) cage first timer second oh oh my god we don't even need those at that point you know (laughs) it's overkill (laughs) but that's why the cage is all rusty because you keep throwing it in the timer and then pulling it back out you know what i mean it's it's still a good cage. You can still get some uses out of it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so they can drown with tetanus. All right. <laughs> Our next match is a little different from advertised because Yoshihashi is not cleared. Uh, most of his body has flushed out the fever and the COVID, but there's still about like three feet of his penis that's still <laughs> suffering from the effects. <laughs> All right, so we got Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, and Hiroshi Tenzan versus the House of Torture. <laughs> How like his, dick, an his penis has a temperature. <laughs> Todd Blood and check it and see. <laughs> oh my god! I like that. There's a really early spot that re- makes me laugh with uh, Dick Togo and uh, Hiroshi Tenzan, and uh, Togo starts punching him in the head, and he's like, ah, ow. So he punches him in the head again. He's like, ow, ow, like like he would if you punch Superman or something. Like that made me laugh. Uh, I I really like this match. It's it's a fun time, and it also shows a little bit of that uh, House of Torture come up and stuff. So they start getting the best of House of Torture, and I think that's when they work the best. Like, all right, we've seen them do their shtick for ages now. Now we're going to see a couple of matches where they start getting you know, outwitted and start getting you know, their shit kicked in and stuff like that. So I think that's pretty cool. There's some uh, really cool offense on uh, Evil by Ishii. So, you know, he's working it. This match, this match might surprise us, man. Like, I know we're expecting this super house torture thing, but this match might surprise us. We might get some... Shut the we fuck might up. Get a banger. Shut up. Listen, they're, believe- they're doing... Doing the suplex the, or the brain buster to the outside. It's happening. It's going to land on all the dudes. That's happening in that match. I guarantee you. Oh, that's going to be awesome. So uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> he and Goto do a double team on uh, Dick Togo. And it's funny to me because uh, Ishii and Goto seem to have uh, more fluid chemistry as a tag team together than the tag team champions. But that's all right. Uh, Dick gets pinned. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> This really wasn't much of a match. It was practice for the yeah. lumberjack match. That's yeah. like they were literally practicing spots for the for the lumberjack match. And Luke, I can't imagine like a world where I would say, "Oh, I like the match that had Goto wrestling against Yujiro and they actually touched each other." Yeah. Like, no, thank you. You know, but uh, oh. he, you know, Ishii oh. was in this match. 
Yeah, yeah. That is true. Everybody too. Maybe that's why I'm so happy about it, because I felt like Ishii got a lot of shit in and I really liked that. So yeah. That is that. Alright, so next we got Minaro Suzuki, Takamichinoku, and Taichi versus Toriano, Togi Makabe, and Ryusuke Taguchi. It's a fun little match, but you know who's losing, right? It's not the team with Makabe in it. It's the one <laughs> it's the it's the team with Takamichinoku in it. Dude, dude, listen. Yeah, he's got to jump all the way to Takataichi Mania 4. <laughs> did you see what Makabe did at the beginning of the smash? No, what did he do? He's already in the ring, and everybody starts brawling. And he's supposed to be out there brawling, but he stood in the ring. So he just stands there watching, and he waits for whoever he's supposed to brawl with to, like, come find him. And it's Tai Chi. So Tai Chi, he just stands there looking at Tai Chi. Tai Chi has to get in the ring and go get him. And it's like, fuck you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> he missed his very first spot. <laughs> He's just standing there looking at him. Come oh, on. Oh my god, you're the best wrestler of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. I'm not getting out of here. You come get me. Fucking <laughs> oh, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I'm snorting. Holy shit. Oh my god. Oh shit. Um, I like this match too, especially with commentary because. Uh, Kevin just gives us a really good backstory on Toriano and Suzuki. It's pretty much uh, Toriano just cost Suzuki a lot of money. <laughs> Probably by punching him in the nuts and rolling him off. So, uh, <laughs> I can't even remember who won, but Suzuki, Suzuki cuffs Yano post-match and Taguchi's put in the dog cage in uh, Taguchi's hometown. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. The, the, the face is pinned Taka Michinoku somehow. But uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Wow. Yeah. My, but it's, my notes say yeah. Ta- Taka and Taguchi are in, and Taka looks like he's going to win for a sec. Should have known. He taps to the ankle <laughs> lock. The ankle That's, lock. That's the right. Ankle yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember it as, as you were saying it. Yeah. That, that, that is this thing. What do you think of this match? There was a part in this that Tai Chi did the Greco-Roman throat hold to, to Gucci's ass. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, you know, because Gucci was like doing his, you know, his like multiple hits of ass, you know, whatever on, on Tai Chi. Tai Chi just grabbed him like Taguchi he would with anybody, too, yeah. but that was great. And also I've realized something about Yano and his, his uh, you know, kind of style is that so you know how like when Tanahashi's in trouble, he goes to the dragon screw, right? You know what I mean? That's like that's what he gets. You know, if it's a uh, Tanahashi, it's the drop kick. He's get, you know, and uh, for Yano, it's the atomic drop. That's how he. That's how he turns yeah. every match around. His his is as soon as an opponent hits the fucking ropes, no matter what shape he's in, he's in atomic <laughs> drop formation. Like immediately, <laughs> he's like it's like his best move. You know? so. <laughs> Oh my god. So (laughs) it's true. You know, it's just awesome. And uh I thought that was really fun because what happens is that uh Suzuki's beat him and Taguchi are fighting and Taguchi does the running, you know, hip attack, but but Suzuki opens the cage and he just kinda like lands in there. (laughs) (laughs) This is so fun. This is so fun. 
Oh, and Toguchi has to get wheeled out in his hometown, so that's that's kind of funny. <laughs> he got the win though, so you can't so... just open it. You cannot open it. You know? <laughs> it just seals itself up. Oh my god. Oh, and I'm I'm so happy that we get to talk about this next match because yes, I Luke, fucking yeah. I'm sorry, but this is I have to announce this match as far as who's it. in it. It's Mr. Bread versus Mr. Vampire. Yes, yes, that is that is true. With Ref Chumpy as, <laughs> as the ref. <laughs> Which My is first just... note says the honorable ref chumpy presiding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the only ref I even write down. You know, main event, you know, it's Rich's. It's the best. There's other refs here and there. Another ref will do something tonight that makes me laugh. Even though it's like, I don't know, he should get fined for that, but it's in the Gato <laughs> Tiger Mask match. But, <laughs> yes, we have Gredo Khan versus Satoshi Kojima. And this is this is great right, right, right away. There's a fucking plancher straight away onto Kojima. And, you know, Kojima's kicking his ass a bit on the outside. And then uh, Gredo Khan just, just gets invited in. Kojima's just like going, all right. Let me try one of those elbows that you've got. The great Khan's like, oh, you want to try one of those, do you? All right. So he does it. And fucking Kojima is knocked the fuck out almost. Like, <laughs> the selling is awesome. He just drops like a sack of shit. It's fantastic. And Ref keeps checking on him. Great Khan's like, fuck off, fuck off. You know, and he could easily just pin Kojima right here. But he's like, Nah, I'm not gonna do that. Which uh, which he pays for because this allows Kojima to mount a comeback. It's a Koji cutter on the apron. There's one in the ring. Both men beat the shit out of each other. I'm loving this. This is awesome. I know I know who's gonna win, but it's fine. I don't. I just didn't care. Uh, Greater Khan, like, because he makes you believe that Kojima might just might win because he's about to hit the lariat, but no, nah, he reverses it into the eliminator. Looks smooth as fuck too, and Great Khan wins. This was awesome. Uh, I was sitting up for it. It was, uh, I, dude, this match was fucking never as fuck. I liked it. Yeah, I love this. So you were talking about some of the things I'm going to mention here, but I have some insight on some of this. And uh, so, like the lariat to the outside. And then Kojima does that plancha. Do you remember when um, Okan wrestled uh, Sonata and he did a plancha to the outside because that was Sonata's move? Do you remember that? Yeah. So a little something going on there. You know, All some right. showmanship from Mr. Fucking Bread. That was awesome. We're also reminded in this match of the time that Okan gave Tenzon the, the Tenzon Tombstone driver. And it was a stretcher job. <laughs> That's right. It tends on maybe wasn't gonna wrestle again. Hey, Kevin's doing his best to sell that story, but <laughs> it's like that is more Makabe than anything Makabe's ever done. So I'm just <laughs> it's so Makabe, it's tens on, you know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I love that the KO forearm. I'm hoping this is a new thing, right? I mean, it's got to be, right? But after that KO forearm. Before Okan did a pin, he did one of the coolest suplexes I've ever seen him do. He just he just did a deadlift, 
gut wrench release mm-hmm. suplex to Mr. Brett and just chucked him across the ring. And the fucking camera work was awesome. Man, that was fantastic. Um, yep. I, I love that move and I love the shit that he does. Um, but uh, like you said, he won't take the win and uh, counters a coachy cutter, but he doesn't do a bump. He just jumps to the floor and stands and lands on his feet. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> that is the best ever. That's some more Makabe shit. I love it. Uh, <laughs> and like Mr. Brad is take like kind of trying to attack the midsection of uh, Okan, which maybe isn't his a good plan, you know. But uh, <laughs> there's really funny selling from Okan off a DDT Koji Cutter thing where it's like, have you ever seen that movie Grandma's Boy? Yes. <laughs> so you know, you know how like I have seen have Grandma's that- Boy. <laughs> <laughs> See that? <laughs> they have that weed that they call the Frankenstein because it makes you walk around like Frankenstein or whatever. That's what <laughs> Okan got hit so hard he turned into Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I thought that was awesome. This match was really good. I love Okan, and obviously Mr. Brett is the man. So this was just like this is like you know never open podcast the match. You know it was great. Yeah. It's like, look, we know we know we've had to have problems lately, but we need to cheer these two guys up. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Put Great Khan and Kojima in a match. They'll 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 just slap that shit up. And they're all right. Uh, I loved every second of it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I just I really liked that match. I was like, holy shit. Uh, Kojima still got it. He can have a nice solid run with something. Why not? The title. I want him to get the title again. That'd be awesome. Dude, if he went to Noah, then make him a champion over there in no yeah. time. Uh, and th- actually, I'd probably subscribe to Universe if they did that. But I hope no one in Noah is listening to this because I, I don't need another <laughs> streaming service. God damn it. All right. So next match is uh, Yuji Nagata, Kazuchika Okada, and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Sonata, Tetsuya Naito, and Shingo Takagi. <clears throat> and... This is like, it's a good preview match, like the previous match was. But now, I, unlike the other night where I got to see Last of the Dragon on Makabe, I see Skull End and Tap Out <laughs> by Sonata onto Yuji Nagata. And I do like the point that Kevin makes that, like, the three people, like Nagata, Okada, and Tanahashi are the three bestest longevity the longest champs like third second and first like boom 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 yeah. right there but yeah yeah so yeah it was fine and they, oh, they of course they look it was good but it was just kind of i don't know not much different from the previous night i guess what do you want from me well luke i i have come up with a name for this tag team so this is LIJ heavy and yep. you know, the other tag teams, LIJ light. So this is <laughs> LIG heavy right here. And uh, I fucking love that. And I thought this is fantastic. I mean, Sonata, he busts out the Tanahashi headlock thing where he's like, Nope, not, you know, hit the ropes. You think you're going to hit the ropes to get out of this headlock? Nope. So he's doing that shit. They do like awesome wrestling. There's all that tag net tag in shenanigans at the beginning. And, I really <laughs> Shingo did something really funny in this match. He did the big step over that usually only a giant does. 
you know, where they're just, they just, you just put one foot on the dude's chest and just walk over him. <laughs> I was like, I love that move. That move is so funny. I'm a sucker for big man, stupid moves like that, like the Tongan massage. And, you know, I like, <laughs> I love the, the Tongan massage. It's just fucking stupid. And I love it. You know, um, that was really cool. The, uh, you know, Naito, he gets in and like, he starts torturing Okada's knee, of course. And, Okada's selling his ass off. He hits the like struggling big boot to get the money clip on, and it's like a desperation move. It's really good, man. I love it, and I'm excited for their match. Did I mention that yeah. that they're gonna have a good match? It's gonna be good. Um, Tanahashi tags in while they're getting heat on Naito, and he's like, "Fuck yeah!" And he puts his hands on his hips again. <laughs> he's his mom. <laughs> that was great. I love that. I thought this match was awesome. This is the one that had the paradise like on Tanahashi or Paradise like yeah, on Tanahashi too. It's fucking great, yeah. man. Yeah, it's good. What happened yeah. after the match? Do you remember? <laughs> uh Naito beats the shit out of Carter's leg. I don't know that much. <laughs> you gotta love that, right? Yeah, that was awesome. Uh I don't think I don't think Naito's winning anytime soon. I think Akata's gonna have this for a while. Uh, as what usually happens when Akata has that bloody belt. <laughs> Anyway, uh, next up we have Gato versus Tiger Mask. Special singles match. <laughs> Dude, Gato just chumps out the ref so bad in this match because he's hitting Tiger with chairs, he's fucking cheating his ass off, and he's just chumping the ref out. He, the, the ref, you know, because Gato knows, like, I write the finishes and I know it's not for another 10 minutes, so fuck off. So he's just doing whatever the hell he wants. And then... Uh, Tiger Mask grabs <laughs> grabs Gato's belt. He's about to he's about to hit Gato with it, and then they both look up into the ref, and the ref just just drops. He's like, "Oh my eye! Oh shit! There's something in my eye! There's something in my eye!" <laughs> and the Tiger Mask turns on Gato and just starts whipping him. Oh man, that was so fucking hilarious. This match is a little long at 15 minutes or so. <laughs> It, it's it's hilarious and makes me laugh quite a number of times. Uh, this Tiger Mask uh, taps out Gato in this submission move, but dude, <laughs> I've never seen a ref take a powder like that. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. That was fun. Every time Gato wrestles, it's five stars. So, like, Gato's <laughs> the best wrestler ever. He's so funny, man. I love, like, <clears throat> the bet, you know, like a comedy heel has to not care about looking, you know, like, like they, can't, they have to be the opposite of Makabe, basically. So, you know, I love that Tiger Mask gets over on him so much. And this is the first um, singles match that Tiger Mask has had since like mid-2019. So it's been a Shit. while. Um, I thought this was really fun. And I also love that Gato hit a pop-up low blow in this match. I'm still waiting. <laughs> For the ripcord version. Like, someone hit a ripcord low blow. Please! I think that would be so funny. Um, but uh, it's it's pop-up from Gato, and that's that's good enough for me. Yep. And, uh, all right, so... I, I stupidly thought, like, all right, cool, it's time for the main event. Wato versus El Desperado. <laughs> me too. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then fucking Yo's music hits, so I'm like... Oh, oh, it's happening today, is it? Oh, okay. I guess that shows the level of excitement I have for this match because 
Like, do you remember the series of matches between Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada that happened in, like, I don't know, in the span of, like, four months? I do. Or, or was it, like, the matches they had in the span of, like, what, three years or something? You know? these. This is, like, the fourth one-on-one singles match they've had already. That's true. Like, I see what you're saying. I'm ready for their breakup to happen and for them to start wrestling other people is what I'm saying. Is this a bad match, Mr. Andy? I think this is a bad match. It's it's a good match. They're, they're both good wrestlers that do the good wrestling. But I've seen this match uh, a lot recently. And then, of course, you know, Evil and Co. come out to help show. So I really like that aspect of it because it's not just all of them come out just to help Evil. Uh, they also come out to help show. Yujiro uh, and Dick Togo can fuck off, but... You know, you're gonna help show and evil. Gotcha. That that that's that's a good that's a good plan. And you know, it's fine. Then the, the you know the faces come out and even. Yeah, I was really wowed by this match. Can you tell? <laughs> I we're sick of this. We were saying we were sick of this like a year ago. So, I mean. Enough with these two. I can't, and, and this doesn't in any way, shape, or form feel like a blow off. So it's like fuck, because they're wrestling again in like a six man coming up for the for the never, yeah. you know, six man titles. So this is gonna keep going, and and if if fucking chaos wins that match, then you know this is gonna just hopefully it'll be over at that point. But I don't think so. I oh think God. I think if they win, it's gonna keep going. And man, no thank you. I, it's fine, but you know, it's just the same old shit, man. Yeah. It, it's you know, Tiger Mask versus Gato was way better than this match because it was fun. It made me like happy and like I had fun had, stuff in it. I mean, you know, like, it's we, fun that. Yeah, we know both these guys have probably wrestled before many times, but it felt fresh to us. Because I don't feel like we've had it for a long time. Well, at least more yeah. than three years, you know. Yeah. So that felt fresh and fun. Yeah. I just, this match, it's like, it's not bad, like you said. And, and like, you know, something good I have to say about it. Like, no one bumps into the guardrails. Like, show. He's, like, the best at that. You know what I mean? Like, he literally goes sideways flying into the guardrails. He's fantastic at it. It's awesome. Yep. This is a match that I watched. This is definitely, oh, God, if, you, if you've got the reaction for this match. Um, I like this next match better, but, you know, it's it's like uh, one step above rather than a, a few floors, I guess. I, yeah, I, I just don't remember Wado taking a tour recently. Like, Jeff Cobb hasn't been in New Japan for a while, but he has these, like, little braids in his hair. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Man, maybe... Maybe he couldn't wait to go on a tour and just bought his own ticket for once. You never know. But uh, yes, it is <laughs> Master Wato coming out with his uh, with his buddies uh, Taguchi and Tenzan. Mind you, if Rocky Romero was there, Taguchi would be backstage chilling with uh, Romero. We we all know this, right? It's true. That meme. It is. It is totally that meme. Anyway. This is Wato versus El Desperado, and what did I say during the preview parts of the uh, – well, both of us have. We've been saying, like, man, this preview promises to be something stiff and really hard-hitting and exciting. And and what we get is a match that's fine, but 
I don't know, man. It it didn't blow me away. It didn't wow me. It's it's fine. What did you think of this match, Mr. Andy? I mean, El Desperado, he, he retains with a gnarly-looking numero dos, but there's some good spots and stuff, but I don't know. I feel like we've been here with El Desperado title matches before. Yeah, and may, maybe Lexus is right. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he... It, it, I mean, we've kind of called it out that, like, he can only have a great match with certain people. Yeah. And, and I guess if that's the case, you're not truly a great wrestler in the eyes of the fans, you know? So I don't know how much that matters in the end, but maybe Desperado, you know, needs to go be heavyweight. That would be cool. I think that would suit his style better, in my opinion. Even though he's a lucha guy, I think he'd really thrive and be cool in the heavyweight division. But that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, Watto, he gets some shit in at first, right? And he's, like, working on Desperado's neck because he's got that, like, you know, that submission that he's doing, right? Remember how cool mm. it was when he got into it by, like, all these different fancy ways, like, in that la- in those last couple tag matches? It was so neat. I wish he'd do that here. Um, but he Desperado take, <laughs> does take this, like, tremendous bump into the guardrail. Like, you know, like, he, like, Wado gets out of the way, and he goes flying into the guardrail, and it's pretty scary and awesome. Maybe the best bump of the match. Um, and then he, like, takes over on Wado, starts working Wado's leg, of course. It's just, it's okay. You know, this pretty good back and forth. Watto busts out the mid card, which is uh, what uh, I like to call the, <laughs> the, what's the, what was uh, Dolph Ziggler's finisher? Zigzag. Okay. By the way, if you're doing that move, you're going to be <clears throat> hashtag mid card for life. So I'm just saying. <clears throat> um, and, and, and he hits a code red, but it's all botchy. And it's like, man, come on. Like, lot, that's, you can't fuck up the code red. I just, I don't know. It's fine, and I, it's just disappointing. And I'm, I'm admitting now at this point, I am disappointed in Watto. I, I don't expect much from him going forward. I'm not giving up on him, but I'm kind of giving up on him at this point. I don't know what to say, man. Look, by this point, we see, we, I, I don't know, if, I don't think you were, but I was at least like harsh on. Great Khan, and I was just like, this guy needs to show me something. And then, yeah, now he, he just he just blows me away pretty much any time I see him wrestle. And I, I don't think I've had that moment with Wato. I know he can put it together some cool moves. That side slam pin thing he does is really cool. RPP's pretty gnarly uh, top rope move. Like he's got some really good moves. He's just I don't know. He just hasn't put it all together. He also needs yeah. a beard or something because he looks like a kid still. He looks <laughs> so nice. He looks like no wonder he's a face. You couldn't make yes! him a deal. There's no way. He sh- okay. No way. So here's here's what should have happened, Luke. And imagine the world we would be in if this was the case. And I mean, I I think this would have improved New Japan standing a little bit right now in the fans' eyes. What if it was Wado that joined House of Torture and fucking show stayed where he was? Yeah, but then you'd still have Rapongi together. <laughs> yeah, just saying, you know. Yeah, there's different options there, but <clears throat> I don't see that for Wato. Yeah, I think he would be, but the thing is, he can do that. He can do exactly what Show's doing. You know, he wouldn't be allowed to wear blue cell. anymore. <laughs> okay, well, he could put like blue fringe on his black. You know, he could do it. <laughs> 
you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> he could dye his hair black and blue. It's fine, you know. But it would be like, no, okay, so here's how it works. His natural hair color is blue, so he dyes it black, but he makes it look like he needs to dye it again. That's the hairstyle, right? Right. We don't know anything about hairstyles. <laughs> you and I, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> oh, don't worry, man. My, my, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. let's not end this on a down note or anything. All right. I mean, it's just. This we match was, our... was fun. <laughs> the show was good. It was Enjoy long. It. I'll tell you that much. And uh, it was uh, long. <laughs> right. I was like, what the fuck? But uh, <laughs> when I went back to watch from the beginning, I was like, another match? You sure? <laughs> That's a, um, so I thought, I was know. like, oh, surely it's Wato versus El Desperado right now. Oh. Actually, I thought that I thought that <laughs> twice. I thought after the um, Okada Tanahashi Lij match that it would be Wato or Desperado because I'm like, well, you've just had your major champions and Lij on. Obviously, the main event's next. Oh, that's Gato and Tiger Mask. Okay, now, now, now it's Wato. Oh no, it's showing you. Okay. All right. Hey, listen, we got some stuff to look forward to. Ishimori and uh, you know El Desperado, El Desperado will be returning. Yoshihashi's penis is is supposedly getting better. I'm not sure. I haven't heard from him. He just <laughs> like when I when I call him, he just screams in the phone. I don't know what he's saying. So you know, it, that's just what it's like. There's a show on today, isn't there? What's the match lineup? Is, yeah, that, is like there the the guys are wrestling the other guys, and then you know they're gonna do the things and oh. you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's the next day it, for you. Yep, it's uh, Tiger Mask, El Fantasma, Robbie Eagles, Ishimori. Eagles is back? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, fucking Great Ocon is going to job out Makovic. Yes. Yes. It's an Osaka, too. So the crowd's going to be like, ooh, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, does that mean we're going to get – I say this every time now because they said it once on a show one time. Uh, Are we going to get a Shaka in Osaka? Yes, and that Shaka is going to be... Dookie pinning Bushi. Yeah! Come on, Dookie, get a pin, man. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) It's Taka pinning Master Wato. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's Tiger Mask pinning El Phantasmo. Hey, that could happen, man. El Phantasmo is very pinnable right now. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't have his super special boot thing. Yeah, he's ex- and he's been pinnable for a little while. So I think that's going to be awesome. Because think about that. You're El Fantasmo. You've been in the best of Super Juniors a couple times now. This is like dream come true. And now you get to wrestle Tiger Mask in a like, feature singles match. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah, that has to be really cool. Fuck. That's, that's some good He's like, I didn't get to wrestle. I didn't get to wrestle him in the best of Super Juniors because he was tagging with fucking he was, he was the Sapphire Sheriffs in the heavyweight division. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What yeah, the fuck like, was that all about? Less time than Taka. Oh, poor New Japan. Like I said before. Now, we do have uh, something we're going to end the show with, and that is a new kind of review uh from ian 
and it's about Rev Pro. So I'm interested to hear that. So, but uh, you know, we're gonna just play that at the end of the show. So that'll that'll uh, you know kind of play us out. But I'm excited to hear that because I don't know much about that except Shithead wrestles there and he's like the champion or something. That's all I know about it. Well, uh, we know some uh, former Young Lions are there. What one? Oh, Shooter? yeah. Shooter Suji. Umino. Oh, Yoda Suji. Damn. Yeah, and they're tagging cool. together. That's oh yeah, I've seen the yeah, that's right. I've seen the photo. It looked, looked really cool. Right. Okay. So who who do we? Who do we trust now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, 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 got, I got this. <laughs> oh, he's turned on Tai Chi already. Uh, in Tai Chi, <laughs> we trust. Who day? A skippable strum. That is, if you watch any of them at all. <laughs> <laughs> he knows as well. Hi, Luke and Andy. I know you haven't found Strong very interesting lately, so this week I brought you a review of RevPro High Stakes, a show that happened last week and featured some great matches, some pretty decent production and commentary, and more matches involving New Japan talent than the average episode of Strong. The show was from York Hall in London, RevPro's home for big shows, and it was instantly better lit and better produced than any of the shows on the Strong Tour events of the last year. The crowd were pretty hot as well, making this feel a bit like a pre-pandemic Corrigan Hall show. First match on the card was an open challenge from Gideon Gray. Gray is the leader of RevPro's main heel stable, The Legion, and is kind of a Bobby Heenan type, in that he can wrestle, but he's really here to manage and talk. He makes an open challenge to the back, and here's where we get the answer to a question from our last episode. Alex Coughlin comes out of the back to a huge roar from the audience to begin his UK excursion, making short work of Gideon Gray and looking dominant in the process. After this, we're into the more serious business of the show. The second match has a couple of familiar faces as Shota Umino faces Yota Suji. Against his will, Suji has been drafted into the Legion, which makes what could have just been a fun Young Lions match something with actual emotional stakes. Suji looks great, by the way. He's leaned down a bit, he has Ronin-inspired ring gear, and he's leaning more into the sadistic parts of his character. Umino is still being baby Tanahashi, but I was glad to hear his ring entrance mention Death Riders. This is every bit as exciting as you'd expect from these two, with Umino bringing the speed and Tsuji matching it with the power. The best parts of it are where it becomes apparent that Tsuji actually quite enjoys hurting Umino, and even though he attacks his Legion handlers before the end of the match, there's clearly a bit more dark to his character than there was before. Umino wins in the end, and Tsuji takes this poorly. Following this, we have a singles encounter between Dan Maloney and Callum Newman, and no, I don't know who they were either. However, the dynamic of Heelish Bruiser versus Twinkie Softboy is clear from the start. Newman is fast and flippy, Maloney is big and powerful, you know the drill. Unfortunately, neither of them are quite what they need to be just yet. Newman has the moves down, but not the parts between the moves, and Maloney is just a bit clumsy, although he catches fire a bit before getting the pin. The result is a match that isn't bad, but has room for improvement and needs about five minutes trimmed off it. However, we do get Gideon Gray jumping on commentary here, and I see his real value to RevPro. He is a master at talking up people's abilities while talking down their character, and he knows the role of heel commentator perfectly. 
Next up, we have the RevPro Undisputed Women's title, which is a bit of a misnomer as RevPro have a secondary women's title, which makes this kind of disputed just a bit. In any case, this match gives us Charlie Evans versus Alex Windsor. I didn't know Alex Windsor, the champion, much before this match, but she's clearly a decent mid-career pro. Charlie Evans, on the other hand, is the real deal. She made a name for herself on the Australian Indies, was a pre-pandemic mainstay of the British scene, and recently did a three-month US tour which included a death match against Rina Yamashita and a run of matches for GCW, Shimmer, and other prominent US Indies, all of which is a long-winded way of saying this match was awesome. Windsor has strong technical skills, but Evans has the power to break through them. Evans also has a running knee that you could hear from the next town over, and the kind of suplexes that you can hear Taz salivate over. She needs a big-name contract. In the end, though, Windsor retains her title by the barest of margins. Next up, we have Luke Jacobs versus Ricky Knight Jr. I was going to say I had no idea who either of these guys were, but Ricky Knight Jr. is actually Paige's nephew. This was the only match on the card where I felt like I was watching a local indie more than watching a national promotion. There's nothing wrong with either of these guys per se, but Ricky is being pushed as a bigger deal than he is, and it feels like that's because he's from the Knight Dynasty. I'd be delighted to be proven wrong later and see either of these guys become a big deal, but this was largely flippy indie guy versus kicky indie guy. Not that there's anything wrong with either of those. Speaking of kicking... The next match was two guys absolutely kicking the crap out of each other. Gabriel Kidd, fresh from the LA Dojo, facing off against Francesco Akira, fresh from a tour with All Japan. Basically, this was a strong style match between a guy from Nottingham and a guy from Italy, and it absolutely ruled. It was Kidd's first match in the UK since 2019, and in that time he's absolutely transformed as a wrestler, fighting on this show as a snarling and dominant bully against a lion-hearted face. After one of the best fighting spirit strike exchanges I've seen in years, in which Akira's chest is basically destroyed, Kidd wins with a jumping pile driver that looked brutal as hell. Great match. Our last two matches of the night are both title matches. First of all, Aussie Open, which is Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis, take on Sunshine Machine, which is Chuck Mambo and TK Cooper for the tag titles. If you haven't seen Aussie Open, you really should. They're recent additions to the United Empire, and one of the most polished and enjoyable teams in recent years. They really need to be over in New Japan proper, facing dangerous taggers, but until things clear up a bit, they're in the UK trying to win tag titles from Sunshine Machine. Sunshine Machine used to be called Escaping the Midcard, which is a much better name, and they're as good a pair of underdog faces as exist in the industry. They get bullied, they show heart, they do some incredible athletic stuff, including a move that I can only describe as a tombstone destroyer, and they have a really good match that's almost a great match. Every individual part of this match is good, including the obligatory epic indie end sequences, but it just goes on too long, and there's too many split-second kickouts which should have been three counts, and sadly the match just starts to collapse a little bit under its own weight. Sunshine Machine retain, but this was a 25-minute match that shouldn't have hit the 20-minute mark. Finally, in our main event, Will Ospreay defended the undisputed British title against Michael Oku. I'll start by saying that reviewing Will Ospreay matches is really frustrating. 
Few, if any, competitors have such a potent combination of being a superb wrestler and an absolute garbage person. Michael Oku is the best junior heavyweight that you've never heard of. Almost unknown outside of the UK, he's regularly providing the best match of any card he's on, and this one is no exception. A lazy match between these two would just play up Oku as a pure lightweight babyface and Osprey as the big-time heavyweight bully, but this match is much smarter than that. Ultimately, it's a dialogue between all of the ways that Oku is like Osprey, cruiserweight prodigy, loved by the crowd, denied the respect of the heavyweights, and all the ways that he isn't. Oku is joined at ringside by his family and his girlfriend, while Osprey is all alone without even the members of the United Empire. And this match is huge. Huge spots, huge selling, huge drama. With Oku's girlfriend at ringside, of course she throws her drink in Will Ospreay's face. With Will Ospreay being a dirtbag, of course he promptly drags her over the barricade by her hair. It bears repeating, but fuck Will Ospreay. Anyway, this match is beautifully wrestled and heavily overbooked. Aside from the many bumps to the outside and Oku's family getting involved, Osprey also involves Oku's tag partner Connor Mills in a throw-in-the-towel spot. And finally, with the crowd drained and more than satisfied, Osprey wins, but it's very much Oku who's the star of this match, a star that I strongly expect to be in the Ascendant. All in all, this was more of a super indie show than a polished A-list product, but most of the time that was to its benefit. The crowd were hot throughout, the wrestling was really good with the worst match being merely average, and it really felt like a company trying to do something big. And with the number of New Japan affiliates on the card, I'm definitely going to keep watching. Thanks, guys. And until next time, in Michael Oku we trust. So uh, I'm I'm ready to go. Cool. All right, I'm gonna do the science thing. Are you are you gonna do the science thing? Is that what you're doing? Yes. <laughs>